Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> it um, was all right. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe we um, were so impressed with other superhero shows on Netflix like Jessica Jones. Yeah. Daredevil was really good. I know you haven't watched that one. No, but my boyfriend has. He's watched yeah. all of them. He's in the know. Well, before we get into it, let's yeah. do all the required things. Um, <laughs> it's required on iTunes when you sign a contract. You have to. Yeah, they say you have to promote. Yes, yeah, so su- subscribe to us on iTunes if you have not already and leave us a review. We have a new review to read this week. <gasps> we do. It's very long. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I say it's very long, but I have You just this... don't want to read on, on microphone. I don't. So you're going to have to edit this all the hell and back because I'm going to okay. do a lot of, um, wait, what? The... Hold on. Let me read it again. Yeah, we do have a new review and we got five out of five stars again. Yay. So Thank we, you. we are so popular. Mm-hmm. So it's from a listener and it says that this is a really good podcast. The host, Pickles cute and lisa (laughs) know each other very well and play off each other very well one of the things i like most about this podcast is that if i have watched the program i like to hear the episode and get their take on whether they liked it and their ideas about it if i haven't watched the program i can listen and see what they are saying so i can decide if it's something i would be interested in or not and then decide if I want to take the time to watch it. Oh. Yeah. Either way, I really enjoy it. I definitely think it's worth a listen. You won't regret it. You no, may regret you it. No, you won't. No. You regret it. <laughs> <laughs> you really well, they thank you so anything. much for that review. That was, a, that was an awesome review. That it really was, was very, an awesome review. Uh, it had a great explanation. Right? I can't imagine anybody... Um, it's hard for me to imagine that you would listen to a podcast and first and then not the show, but I think that's a great idea. Well, you know what? I listened to How Did This Get Made, mm-hmm. which is a podcast. I think it comes out like once a week or every other week, and it's like uh, three people in comedy, and they'll watch like a terrible movie. And the other day, um, Daniel Radcliffe was on it. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had not seen that movie, but was I interested in listening to Daniel Radcliffe talk sure. about a bad movie? Yes, sure. I was. Did, so, he re- did he review Chamber of Secrets? That's in my heart of no, hearts. That's what he reviewed. <laughs> unanimously the worst Harry Potter movie there is. Everybody um, no, knows No, I don't remember. I think it was called Dragon Blade. Sure. And it was sure. with John Cusack, and what's his name that does all the? Uh, oh, he he's like always the Asian karate guy. Oh yeah, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, well, we probably should have looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, anyways, it's, it sounded completely bizarre. Yeah, uh, but I liked listening to him talk about it. Um, I'm telling anyway. you, I wish I would have listened to a podcast about the Umbrella Academy before I watched it. Yeah. It probably would have helped. Maybe we should do that. We should. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to piggyback off of everyone else's ideas. Go follow us on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. Yes. Follow us on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word. And send us an email at binge watch with us at gmail.com. Send us yes. an email about. Please, because I get bored. 
Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a great email, guys. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Listen, you could be sitting on the toilet emailing me something, and I will love fine. it. And tell me that, too, because I'll sure. be like, this listener was sitting on the toilet. The <laughs> <laughs> they were in the public restroom. Um, I have Netflix news. Oh, what is it? That's like a new, like, like a, we need like a little intro to like Netflix that's, that's, news. That's, that's, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix has just announced that they have signed on season two for Haunting of Hill House. Yay, I did see that. I was so excited. Yeah, so I don't think that it's going to be an anthology series. Is that what like you would call American Horror Story? I'm going to say yes. An anthology? Sure. Hmm. It may not be the right words, but it's right to us, so. It's going to be a different story. This is going to be based on the book called The Turning of the Screw. Oh, okay. That's Shakespeare, right? No, I don't think so. That's that's Taming of the Shrew. That's what you said, right? No, I said (laughs) You damn West Bankian accents. I can't tell. The Turning of the Screw. Oh, (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really excited about today. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're recording after work, guys. This isn't something we normally do. But when we do, we are like a little bit loopy. So bear with us. Yeah. I, I am, I'm apologizing in advance. Yeah. Um, well, the, now, the first um, Haunting of Hill House was written by a lady. Yes. I don't remember her name. But she wrote other books yes. um, as well. And, and one of them was really good. I was trying to find it on my um, Audible app, but I can't pull it up real quick. But, you know, like all, I think she has a couple of books. Yeah, she does. Shirley Jackson is her name. Yeah, this is not by Shirley Jackson. Okay, well, I think this is a male writer. Okay. I'm going to (laughs) say, I'm just going to make up names of who did it. I'm going to be like, oh, it was, you know, uh, Michelle Obama. It was Nancy Pelosi. No. It was. They are not going to do a scary horror show based on a book by Michelle Obama. Who's the one? Um, oh, God. Nancy Grace. Is that who wrote it? Nancy Grace? Ugh. No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So let's get. Let's. That's that's all I've got in Netflix that, news. This, this week. is. Listen. It's a big week. Yeah, they, well, they did announce like a not a lot of like new stuff. Um, oh yeah, it was like if it's coming or going, kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into the Umbrella Academy. Did you like it? I don't know, and I yeah. say that it's kind. Remember the first time I watched Game of Thrones, and I'm like, mm. Mm. but then I watched it a second time, and I was like, oh, this is really kind of good. <laughs> like I kind of like this Game of Thrones is really kind of good Kind of good Well you know But then after the, Like this last season You know by now I'm like It's fabulous I love everything about it Yeah But It was so hard The first What Five or so episodes I, I just wanted to stab myself in the eyes This show Is very different From a lot of things That I've seen Where it really did not get good Until episode Six or seven six, but Yeah and there's only uh, 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. And and so um, you were texting me through the week and you were like, Pickles, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know if I can do this. And I'm like, hang in there. <laughs> it does get better. 
And so what once you got around that curve, were you were you happier with it? I was. It started moving. I liked it a lot more. Um, but boy, those first five episodes. I, I, I mean, even my boyfriend who who reads comic books, I'm sorry, graphic novels, and is a big gamer and a big old fat nerd, you know, he loves that shit. And even he was like, Oh my god. He he kept falling asleep. I fell asleep a couple of times. Like, I just could not. I really wonder why they did that. Why they stretched out those first five episodes. Because it's Netflix. You can do whatever you want. You can do four episodes. You can do 18 episodes. I don't understand why they were restricted to 10. I don't either. And I feel like they were trying to really build up the story and build all the background. But they just didn't. They really didn't. Like, I don't know. Because if you're trying to build up the story, I should have known the characters better. But with every single episode... I was like, wait, what? I had, there was more I and more questions. <laughs> uh, I do know their names. Of course I do. I'm actually pulling it up right now because I'm like, I don't know. There's Big Gorilla Guy. <laughs> That's there's, there's Violin Girl. I don't know what her uh, real name is. Vanya. 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 I mean, yeah. come on. I Jesus know. Christ. Her name is Vanya and she plays the violin. <gasps> okay, so who were your favorite characters? I mean, I think I I know who it is. I think Klaus. Okay. He's adorable, but I also know like the internet is in love with Klaus. Yeah. Just like in general. So I wonder if I've been swayed by that, like by like really funny memes and pictures of him. (laughs) Yes. I can tell you I I hated Luther. He's the big monster guy. Oh, yeah. I felt him. Yeah. He was kind of wishy-washy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was like, your father sent you to the moon, and then you almost died, and he made you a, a gorilla man. And you're in love with your sister. He's got a lot going on. Um, <laughs> and I'm so glad that they finally did show him without the... Because I hear my thoughts on the very first episode, when I first saw Luther, I went, oh no, this is a really bad costume. Like, <laughs> She was upset because he didn't work out enough on his legs, and so I he had a big thinking, upper body. Why don't you just get if if this if this character is supposed to be some big giant muscly man? Why don't you just get a big giant muscly man to play him? Like obviously you've taken a tall skinny guy, yeah. and just put like a big muscle suit on him, yeah. Ooh, but Lord, once he does muscles. take it all off, it does explain why his head looks so tiny yeah. <laughs> compared to. He got a tiny little head. Well, and I think I told you this, but so my boyfriend fell asleep in one episode and then the next episode comes on. He's like, I can't. And he wanders off and then he comes back, you know, he comes back on like the sixth episode and he's like, do we ever find out why he's all big and muscly up there? I was like, oh yeah, because he was dying (laughs) and his father injected them with werewolf serum. Is it a werewolf or is it a monkey? It's a monkey. It's a monkey. Okay. Because he had, and the only reason I say this, we're probably totally wrong. But the only reason why I say that is because he had a monkey walking around. So I figured he's got monkey DNA lying around. I don't know. So here's my theory on that. So neither one of us have read the comics. No, obviously. So my theory is, is that Pogo, who is also an awesome character. Yes. Probably, yes. Pogo was probably one of the best actors on the show. Second best. Who was first? Um, um, Hazel. 
Hey, we'll get to Hazel. <laughs> so I think I think that this is my theory that mm-hmm. Pogo was a man at one point. Oh. And somehow the doctor turned him into a monkey. Was he dying too? Maybe, I don't know. Was he a short man? Was he like a dwarf or something? He's Perhaps. very small. Perhaps. Okay. Um, we can go with that. Why not? <laughs> and so whatever technology he used to turn Pogo from a man into a monkey, that's what he used on Luther. Mm-hmm. But Luther was already so big because he was big before. Yeah, he was. Well, he had to be. He was in space. What else are you going to do? Like the serum didn't cover everything. Yeah. That's you why know? it's very confusing to me because I'm like, because he injected it into your chest, it just stayed in your chest. I'm confused. I kept, when he when we first see his hairy, gross body, <laughs> I thought that, I thought that he had, they had somehow chopped off Luther's head and sewn it onto an ape. I did too. Okay. I, did. <laughs> I, kept, I kept looking for like Frankenstein yes, bolts. The bolts. You know? <laughs> It was very distracting. It was the swamp mud that they used when they saved, um, uh, what's his face in American Horror yes. Season 3. It's the Louisiana swamp mud that yeah. made the scars go away. Anyway, Luther sucked. I, <laughs> God, make a decision. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm the leader. And everybody's like, okay, well, listen, I have something to tell you. And he's like, no, 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 no. I have to go dig in my dad's bedroom. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have time to hear your stories. I'm the leader. Goodbye. I um. I did not see that coming. I really thought you would have liked. Hold on, I'm looking up her name. Allison. No. Ew. I I don't know why. Well, because you love like a strong female lead kind of thing, and really, there's her and Cha Cha. <laughs> yeah. Because boy, is Vanya pathetic. I mean... She reminds me of What's-Her-Face in the first Twilight. So, Oh, my God. Yes, yes. The first five episodes, Ellen Page was absolutely <laughs> channeling Kristen Stewart. Is that her yes, name? Yes, sure. We're From Twilight. That. That's yeah. It's the same acting. And maybe that was part of why I was so frustrated with the first five episodes. Because I was like, uh, does she have a power or not? Yeah. I just <laughs> need to... I don't care anymore. I know. I was like, why are we focusing on her? She has no powers and she's sad and pathetic and she plays the violin. So, okay, fine. If you if you want to show me a character who doesn't have any um, powers, great. Then tell the story through her eyes. But that's not... I didn't understand what she was there for. No. Mm-mm. And, yeah, she's, she has a lot of issues. <laughs> she had a lot of issues. I had issues with her outfits. Um... <laughs> Vanya dresses like she works at like a Firestone tire shop. <laughs> I was gonna say she she shops like at a um, thrift store, but she's just like where's the cheap bin in the in the thrift store? Like the stuff that's like a nickel, and she's like that'll fit. Sure, why not? It doesn't have blood. I'm taking this and buys and we'll, a whole box we'll just for two button bucks. It all the way up to our chins. I mean, so many buttons. It was too high. <laughs> One of the shirts she was wearing, I think one side was like pushed up and one was down. It was like a button up. And all I could think of was in the office when Creed gives Jim a Christmas present for Secret Santa. And it was like he forgot. And it was one from like his closet or something. And I was just like, 
Why don't your clothes fit? I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, it was it was bad. Oh, and did they not have any money? Like, I feel like Sir Reginald Hard Hardgreaves was that his Who name? Knows. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Like, I feel like he was rich because he's had this big effing mansion mm-hmm. and could run this school and like had all this technology. But then I feel like all the kids, like once they weren't useful, maybe they're like, "Here's a nickel, bye," and yeah, shoved them out. Absolutely right. Yeah, because Diego. Number two, mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to live in the basement of a gym. You're yeah. right. I wonder why they didn't have any money. Yeah, I, I'm sure this will be discussed in season two, but we're not watching that. Um, I think I am going to watch season two. I think I am. I, I'm i not, but you can feel free to listen to that on another podcast of your choosing. <laughs> I'll start a podcast with somebody else and talk about season two. Oh, fine. Karen yeah. Kilgaro. <laughs> Did you see she's doing a podcast with John Hamm from Mad Men? And I no. would sell my soul to Satan to go to that. Satan. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely listen to that. He's hilarious. I love him so much. Let's talk about let's talk about Hazel. Let's get Hazel out the way. Hazel. I love Hazel. H- episode three was when I went, oh my God, that's Ed Kemper. <laughs> I didn't know until episode three. Did you know right away that it was Ed Kemper? I didn't, uh, but I think I was around the same time because it was the voice and it was driving. And some of his mannerisms, I'm like, he's somebody who uh-huh. is he? But you know, they hardly ever say anyone's name in this effing show. I mean, the kids are like number twelve, number fifty-two. Whatever. No, I, f- I feel like they said Hazel and Cha Cha constantly. See, I I was like, what's his name again? And when I find, <laughs> I guess when I finally was actually focused enough to rec you know, comprehend what they were saying. And I was like, Hazel. And so I went and looked it up and I was like, of course he is. Of course he is. So the actor who plays Hazel plays Ed Kemper in a show called Mindhunter on Netflix. And if you have not watched it, if you have not seen this man act as Ed Kemper, do yourself a favor, go watch it. It's amazing. Did he win an award for it? I think he did. I'm going to say yes. Or he was at least nominated. Yeah. The, the acting this man did was scarily good. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. So I think forever he'll be known to me as Ed Kemper. He's obviously a great actor, though. Well, I'm going to say, yeah. Um, he's yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Ed Kemper, and they're going to be like, slash his real name. What did you think of Mary J. Blige? I loved her, too. Me, too. I, at first, I was like, Ugh, I don't care. Because she was so severe. Yeah, yeah. Know, there was no black and white. There was, there was, you know, this. It, it's, or, I'm sorry, there was black or white. Um, and that was, there yeah. was no gray area. Mm-hmm. We follow the rules. This is what we do. This is all we do. I think they would have, they could have done better with her character if they had expressed how much she loves Hazel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, like, she had some, like, some, some, like, uh, secret feelings of, of you know, I don't yeah. know, lust no, I, or I something so. towards him. That would have that would have made her character a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you really didn't feel... I kind of felt it in the beginning, and I was kind of like, hmm, there's something going on here. Because, you know. But then when he started flirting with the little uh, donut shop lady... Agnes. Oh, I, loved, I loved Agnes. I loved her so so much is she the best character on this show she might be agnes the donut shop lady listen because agnes store agnes's restaurant gets to like a 
barroom brawl with fire torches and blood everywhere on the ceiling and stuff. The next day, Agnes is up and running. She's Full. amazing. She, I mean, and I'm in my head, she did it all herself. Oh, yeah, I think so. I can see her just like just sweeping it up real slow all on her own. <laughs> There's a montage of her, you know, pushing up the sleeves. <laughs> She's got like the, the do-rag on her head. She's getting like the work. The yellow gloves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're playing like, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, she worked hard for her money. Yeah. Uh, so you better treat her right. Some sort of montage with that going on. Yeah. I totally. do want to talk about that fight scene in oh, the donut God. shop. It was amazing. That's the first time I woke up in the whole effing show. Well, first- it's hard to <laughs> sleep through that song. Yeah. Istanbul or Constantinople. <laughs> it has been stuck in my head now for a week and a half. Yeah. And my friend Megan, I'm calling you out because you're the one who told me to watch this show. And every time I sing this song in my head, I think, God damn it, Megan. When I come to New Orleans in April, bring her up to the office because she and I need to have a conversation. Okay. (laughs) I feel like, no, you're cut off. (laughs) Yeah, the, the fight scenes were amazing. Yes. Here's the only problem I had. I don't mean to be so negative, guys. I know. I couldn't see them. They, it was so dark. I know. Am I just I'll, old? Thank God. I thought it was me. I really did. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't see. Because, you know, a lot of times we'll watch this like on our phone or some sort of smaller device. If I had watched that on my phone, I would have no effing idea what was going on half the time. Yeah. They could have been in a cave. They could have been dead. It's like Game of Thrones. Anytime I've watched Game of Thrones on my phone, I don't know what's going on. Half the time. Well, and to me, that normally means when something is so dark that they don't have a lot of money. That could be it. But Netflix has money. I know. And Game of Thrones is dark, too. And they have a ton of money. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just wrong on that. Maybe I just made that up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even the shit. fight scenes between... There was a fight scene between Hazel and Luther back at the um, Academy. That mm-hmm. was really, really good. You, you know what? That actor was in a lot of fight scenes. Yeah. And he did an awesome job. Yeah. I mean, really. Well, it's because he can dance. <laughs> That's got to be what it is. <laughs> I want to know what your thoughts were on the very first episode with the dance montage to Tiffany. I loved it more than life itself. I was like, um... Like, I'm watching it, I'm like, it was a hard day at work, and I was like, ugh, whatever, whatever. And then they played that, I was like, oh, yeah, I think we're alone now. And I'm, like, dancing around and stuff. <laughs> and my boyfriend's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you, he's like, what music do you listen to? He's like, I cannot pinpoint I what's your favorite. I can't either. I can't, I've known you probably just as long as him, and I don't know what kind of music you like. Everything. It's well, all and I over think it's place. because I'm, I worked in a music store for so long, oh, and then okay. I worked at House of Blues. So I, it's not like I just like, you know, heavy metal or I like uh, dance club music or I like old rock. Like I like everything, honestly, yeah. except for country. I hate yeah. everything. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate everything, but I did still really like the soundtrack. To the this. soundtrack was the best part of this whole thing. And guess what? What? There's a Spotify playlist. Thank you. Yes, there's a Spotify playlist. And I think that there is a YouTube playlist that has the songs in order of the series, which I thought mm. was really cool. 
And I think I've, I think BuzzFeed had an article that lists all the songs out and the oh. performers because a lot of them were remakes. Yeah, a lot of them were me, but very well done remakes. I'm telling you, not like I'm tired. Telling. You know, mm-hmm. I want to know. Do you know why the music in this this show is so good? Um, because they had to mask how bad the show was. No. <laughs> Did Chad tell you anything at all about the creator of the comic book series? He did not. And it was funny because I was like, this was a comic book, I think. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's by Dark Horse or something and uh, publishing. And he's like, oh, yeah, they did. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I literally don't care. But I, if I we did looking. any research on this show, you probably should have written that down. <laughs> but but then right before we started recording, I pulled up the handy dandy, uh, I think, Wikipedia. Yes. And then I saw why. Yes. Which is? It's uh, written and created by Gerald Way from Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. He's the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Now, do you know who My Chemical Romance is? No. Okay, so (laughs) then... I mean, I know of them. I couldn't tell you anything they sing, what they look like or anything. I love them. I love them. Like I said, I hate everything, but Mm -hmm. here's one one particular band that I do like. Um, Because... Back when emo was like a thing, mm-hmm. um, I was never emo on the outside, but I've always been emo on the inside. Mm-mm. So when I found out that it was Gerald Way, I think it, I was a few episodes in, that did make the show make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because their last album was sort of um, a rock opera esque type of thing. Oh, where they're he was clean. Like, <laughs> He's trying in the last ep- in the last album they put out. He was trying to tell a story, and it does end with um, a guy dying and like going up to heaven. Oh, sure. So mm-hmm. I-, I can see how he- that same that same imagination that that they might have had for that album. He kind of channeled this into mm-hmm. a comic book. It's well, not finished yet. Yeah, I know that much, and I know I have to retract my a previous statement when I said that. I listen to all kinds of music, and I, uh-huh. I I like everything but country. That's not entirely true. I do like some country, but the newer stuff, I don't know. I don't know anybody. I, know, I literally don't know anybody. But yeah. my boyfriend, like Chemical Romance and like Breaking Benjamin and all these bands, he loves them, and he goes and sees them and and you know, rock on. But I'm like, couldn't tell you one song they sing. It, it is <clears throat> Queen esque, and I think that mm-hmm. you, if you like Queen, you would like it. I no you everybody loves Queen. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. I think I think if you like Queen, you should don't don't be turned off by My Chemical Romance's super duper emo um, appearance. Oh, hello, <laughs> yeah. remember when I grew yeah. up? It was in the 80s. Wait a second. Why do you look emo, but you never were? No, I was. Are you are you like were you kind of goth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I had the Doc Martens, and uh-huh. but back then, you know, it's like we wore a lot of flannel because it was the '90s. Flannel's um, coming back though, and I, I can't pull it off, and it makes me really sad. I couldn't when I was real skinny, hmm. but I I totally loved it. Um, but I wasn't full full on emo because I had lighter hair. I did wear dark lipsticks, and I did wear dark eyeliner, but I didn't. Um, you weren't you weren't sad on the inside. Well, no, I was because I mean I think everybody has depression, so you know I would sit in the room and I still do. I still sit in the room and listen to music sometimes, or if I'm really upset, 
I'll put on something I really like and usually in a day or two I feel better. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through a depressive state right now and I'm trying to work my way out of it. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I get that way, there's certain music that I can't listen to and that yeah. makes me sad because I really <laughs> like certain kinds of music that make me sad. But you know, like in my where I grew up in Florida, all the emo kids went to um, a place called Ybor City near Tampa and it was nothing but dive bars, tattoo parlors, uh, clo- vintage clothing shops, and um, God, they had one nightclub down there. And everybody who was anybody played at it. Um, I saw Mazzy Star there. I don't. I'm sure nobody knows who they are. <laughs> um, but that's where Marilyn Manson used to play all the time before oh, he wow, was anybody. Cool. So I remember seeing Marilyn Manson when he was nobody. Oh wow, you are cool. Uh, see. Are there any other topics you want to talk about? Because I have a list of um, random facts about the show. Well, I want to talk about for uh, my initial impressions of this show, which was I thought it was a complete ripoff of a series of unfortunate events Um, because you kind of had the old Olaf kind of guy. You had orphans, sort of. Um, But to be fair, most superhero stories do have orphans. Yeah. But these really weren't orphans. Most Disney stories have orphans. Thank you. Most stories have orphans. (laughs) (laughs) I blame Disney. Yeah. But no, I just, I kind of found the whole premise of it kind of upsetting a little bit. Like he went and got... Uh, you know, showed up with all these moms who just had kids that were born on like certain day, like a certain day. They with- were born on, I think, the first day of October at 12 o'clock. I, you know me, I'm not a child person at all, but I'm like, you just had a baby and this guy's like, here's a million dollars. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like- um, yeah, that was a little silly. It was kind of, um, I was kind of like, God, really? You found that many people? Like, I don't know. It, it, so... All right, that's going to bring me down another path. Okay. In the very last episode, do we find out that Reginald is an alien? I don't know. What was that? I don't know what the whole purpose of any of this was. <laughs> so, the la- like in the last episode, we see a scene where Reginald is... He has a wife, I assume, or a partner or something, and she's dying. And she's like, no, you can't stay. You need to leave. Yeah. And by leave, I think she means the planet. Yeah, I do Because he then picks up a jar full of sparkles. Sure. Mm-hmm. As, as and, one does. And opens the jar and all the sparkles fly away. Yeah. Then we see Reginald, what, in the early 1900s arriving to America? Yes. Yeah. So what does any of that mean? Well, and that was my thing. At first, I thought when they were showing him and her, I was like, oh, maybe this is like Poland and the beginning of the Nazi invasion. And they were Jewish and they had to hurry up and get the hell out of there because, you know, you're going straight to concentration camps. So that's what I first thought. But then when they arrived, and it might have still been like that in New York at the time, like, you know, you arrive, it's dirty docks. They're like, what's your name? And you're like, Joe Blow. And they're like, rokie dokie, come on in. <laughs> but I thought I saw spaceships taking off. Uh, well. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. So maybe there is so, aliens. So then the sparkles, I think the sparkles fly away. Sure. And then landed in ladies and turned into babies. 
So, okay, so that would definitely mean the whole alien. Well, yeah, and remember that one chick that had the baby in the pool or something? Yeah, like that she got swimmer? pregnant in the pool. Yeah. So, which, yeah. Which I was like, isn't that an urban legend? Isn't there, like, some ur- yes. urban legend? Like, if you do or, like, you don't have sex in the pool or something, you'll get pregnant or something like yeah, that? Yeah, if, if it, uh, God, what was it? Something like, you know, if, if boys are in there and they, they do the naughty-naughty. Yeah. The sperm's you can floating get around in there and you can get pregnant. It's just yeah. like if you sat on a seat where some guy um, ejaculated all over it, you can get pregnant. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think they're aliens. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't that know. Was, I'm sure there's more was, to the, the, to this than we know about. So go with your random thoughts, because those were my random thoughts. Okay. Here's a list of random facts that I found about the show. Good. Um, and this is, like, pulling from IMDb and Reddit, Reddit, of course, all over the place. Ben, who is the ghost. <gasps> Love Ben. He, he yes. was the fourth favorite actor on there. Yeah, he was super cool, man. He was, like, super broody and moody and <laughs> very he wore all black. Yeah, he was super emo. Yeah. It's too bad he said. His gravestone uh, says, may the darkness within you find peace in the light. So, Aww. I think Ben committed suicide. Yeah, probably. Because um, Reginald is so distraught to lose five. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, this big giant painting of him hanging up in the Great Hall. But it seemed like he didn't care that Ben was gone. No. Mm-mm. So I yeah. think Ben committed suicide. And I could see how, to Reginald, that would be a slight. And he would be mad and be like, oh, well, he's better off gone. I don't know how all these kids didn't kill themselves in that house. Yeah. That's yeah. a very impressive... And it reminded me a lot of, like, X-Men and, and that kind of genre, too, where you get all the freaks in one house. It's a wonder that he didn't create more than one psychopath. Well, he kind of did. Yeah, Klaus is, Klaus is out there. I mean, poor Klaus. He's, he's got some issues, and uh, number five definitely has issues. But that could be from the time travel. <laughs> that time travel wears you out. We're going to have to talk about the time travel organization, too, at some point. We will. Okay, here's another fact that I found. Um, while the mom was cross-stitching, do yeah. you remember this? Yes. And she's kind of like, she, like her programming isn't right. Mm-hmm. And she kind of stitches through the palm of her hand. Yes. Because she's like not paying attention. Yes. What she's cross-stitching is sort of a picture of the moon falling apart. <gasps> oh. Foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing. Or does the mom know? Well, she might because when I was reading about on, I, uh, not IMDb, but uh, I think it's Wikipedia. This is why Reginald gets all these kids because he's he's training them and he's, I guess, nurturing their superpowers so they can prevent uh, the apocalypse. Prevent the apocalypse. So so maybe maybe he knew and then he told mom yeah. that, that the moon was going to explode and they because needed of to your find kids. a way. Uh-huh. So, but that also explains why he sent Luther up to the moon. Yes. It doesn't explain why he wasn't like reading the studies that Luther was doing. Or burn them so the kid never finds out, mother. Yeah. But don't be a pack rat. Throw them away. <laughs> There's no Thank reason you. to shove the, shove stuff in closets. If you don't need it, if you haven't looked at it in the last six months, throw it away. The monkey could have thrown it away. He's not busy. Hit Pogo. 
<laughs> Y'all, I'm not going to lie. When Pogo first came on, I kind of like did like a face palm and I'm like, there's a talking monkey. No one told me there was a talking monkey. Yeah. No, I I, I did. T- there's a lot of times when I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching <laughs> and stuff would show up. And I was like, of course, there's a drug addict. Of course, there's an emo chick. Of course, there's a this, you know. I really needed somebody to tell me the rules. And it took them five episodes to tell me the rules. Mm-hmm. Next time we're reading the uh, comic before we watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. The hotel that Hazel and Cha-Cha stay at, <laughs> it's the set of uh, Shit's Creek. I did know that. Because you knew all- that? Oh, yes. man. I wanted you to lose your mind on that I'm one. I'm sorry. Wow. This is new <laughs> information. <laughs> No, I yeah. totally knew that only because I'm on like two or three different Shits Creek uh, fan pages mm-hmm. and everybody went bananas. Plus, I'm on the Streamerinos, which is like people that stream shit all the time yeah. slash Murderinos. And they caught it. And they did too. Yeah. Mm. And, and they, I'm telling you, that's where I go to where I'm like, what's trending? And then they'll, I'll see what they're talking about a lot. And then I'll go kind of on like, um, BuzzFeed or just on the internet, and then I'm like, oh, it really is trending. And, yeah. you know, that's, you know. So they're the felt. ones that's watching it, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if this was, ma- this wasn't made real clear to me. I actually had to go and look it up because I had a feeling this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But this show or the comic books takes place in a universe where JFK was not shot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because it shows what's his uh, face. Five was supposed yep, to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think that they, or maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I don't think they did a good enough job illustrating that that's what happened. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, is this a Stephen King book about going back in time? (laughs) Like, this is just a total ripoff of like 50 different things. I'm waiting for the boy wizard to walk by. Yeah, so apparently in a world where JFK survived, there's no cell phones. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't have any cell phones. No. On this show, and it takes place in 2019, so... Yeah. Somewhere along the way, JFK fucks up cell phones for us. Goddamn Kennedys. Yeah. Goddamn Kennedys. I know. The show, I think they announced it yesterday or today, as we're recording, that they are going to do... They are signed for a season two. I'm busy that day. All right. I'm going to watch it because I want to know now what's going to happen. I'm, I have so many questions. If they travel back in time, mm-hmm. are they going to be kids again? Well, and see, that's why I don't understand because when he came back, he remember, because he was a kid, he went into the future. He stayed there for 50 years or whatever. Yeah. And then when he came back, he was a kid again because he could pick what time and place, but it was still, it's like he picked... The place, but the time. The time was wrong. Yeah. The time was wrong. And so he still wouldn't have been a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can yeah. understand him not being 50s, but he should have been the same age as everybody else. He should have been the same age as everybody else. The only thing I can think of with that is because he was never, how old are they supposed to be? Like 28, 29? Sure. He was never 28 in that timeline. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So he has to go back to the last age that he was when he was in that timeline. Okay. I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so maybe they maybe they when I know, do time travel. You know what's fun? Watch this show and imagine that Hazel is Ed Kemper as a time traveling assassin. Listen, every time Chacha was sassy to him, I'm like, he will gut you. 
Yeah, watch. He, he got his mom. He will gut you and then do nasty things to your corpse. I'm just saying. You might want to tie, tie it back a bit. Mm, if you like your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I want to know, are they going to be kids? And then if they're kids, do they keep the knowledge that they have while they're adults? Well, he did. He did. Yeah, you're right. So maybe they will. Maybe they will. But I hope the kids look enough like them, which they kind of did. Yeah, I think they did a good job with that. Yeah. But, yeah. But so then does that mean that we don't get Klaus in season two? I'm not watching. I know. If there's no Klaus, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have you watch it. And then if I hear anything close to it, takes it's slow. It takes a few episodes (laughs) to get into it. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. No, goodbye. I can't. Goodbye. I can't. I don't even care. Yeah, at I all. just want to know what happens with the time travel. You could buy the comic books. If I don't read, <sighs> I don't actually read. Yes, you do. You read smut. I really haven't been reading that much anymore. I just kind of fall asleep reading Reddit. Oh, that makes me. Sad. I wonder then will Vanya still be mad? <laughs> Talk about emo, man. Yeah. She went to hot to cold in like three seconds. Yeah, man, she... Um, man, when that rage came out, it was nothing nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm sorry. I kind of dazed out for a minute thinking about how weird she looked. I, You know, guys, I think I just don't like Ellen Page. I don't think you do either. But it was funny because I know that her name was like Light Violin or White Violin or something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, when she went... It's like Sabrina when she went through that one event and kind of flipped. Then her hair turned white and she had the weird eyes and the the really pale skin and stuff. And I was like, is she just going to destroy everything? And I was like, oh my God, she's the one that caused the apocalypse. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I just find it weird she wasn't in on his list of five people that caused the apocalypse. I mean, he caused it by making her be so emo well i think the the boyfriend caused it because it took away her pills if she was on her pills all the time then she wouldn't have gone crazy i couldn't take her on the pills no more it was so pathetic i just it was handle it anymore and i i have to say my favorite part of the whole season was the way she killed the douchey boyfriend oh my god he so deserved that i'm so glad she did that (laughs) i was like he had that shit coming from a mile away. What was he trying to do? Where he was banging on the book and he's like, you're pathetic and you're nothing and you're ordered. What was his intention with that? I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to really have her fully release her power. Like to fully you're realize You're the only person potential. in the room. What did you think was going to happen? Well, and I think he was, I think he thought that maybe she would just like boom and like flatten out it's- everything around them. But like for some mm. reason he would be okay. I don't think he he thought that she would get mad enough to, like, slice him 20 ways to Sunday. Like, that's what I think. You know what? She pulled a carry. She did. Oh, man. Man. She pulled a carry on that guy. The second that he started getting beat up, I knew he paid them. I just knew it. Oh, me too. Me too. He was just such a douchebag, but it was funny when they went back on his timeline and they were showing how he wanted to be... In the Umbrella Academy, and he like made his own yeah. costume, and the guy and the doctor was like, "No, you you can't be. You'll never be." Blah blah blah. All I could think 
and even my boyfriend thought this is I was like, this is the Incredibles. And this is how they make uh, Incredible Boy that becomes a super villain. Like, I haven't seen the Incredible. Oh my God! I know. I know. That one. And what's the other one? You know what I need to watch too? What's the other one with all the little emotions? Uh, In and Out? Something? Yeah, Inside Out. Inside Out. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that one. Too. That's really cute because it has I know I it has Phyllis Vance from Vance Refrigerations in it. Oh, really? Yeah, she plays the like blue, sad emotion. Oh, oh, that's perfect for her. Right? <laughs> that's perfect for her. <laughs> Everything goes back to the office. Yes. Do you have anything else? Um, no. I mean, I know I kind of really trashed it, and I wonder if it's a lot of it's because you and I had such. An awful week at work that maybe that tainted our views on it. Yeah. I think it's better than what we think it is. Yeah. And that's what I'm afraid of. Like, we just trashed the hell out of it because we had shitty weeks and then we were forced to watch a show. But I know, like, on the um, Sister Speaks member uh, fan club, not fan club, family. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, on, on Facebook. That they were talking about it. And a, a lot of people on there said the same exact thing. They're like, why am I watching this show? I thought I was going to die. And then it picks up. And now I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. But I hated the way it ended. Um, I, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked on the way that it ended. Well, and so I even posted. I was like, y'all give me hope. I'm on episode five. And I'm just like, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I just was suffering. So Guys, hard with Lisa it. texted me and she was like, "Can you just tell me how it ends, and then we'll just talk about that on the podcast?" And I was like, "No, you have to watch the show." I, I seriously thought I was going to have to be like, "I'm sorry, I tried, I tried, I cannot finish this." Show. <laughs> do you want to do obsession session? Sure. Obsession session is the part of the show where me and Lisa talk about what we were obsessed with in the past week or the past month, other things that we've been into other than the show that we covered this week. Yes. What is your obsession session this week? I have a thousand. No. Okay, I yeah. do. Good. I'm sad. Well, I just finished a book. Uh, I don't know the name of it. Um, well, I know the name of it. It's called Educated. And it's a, a bestseller book. And it's about a girl who is a Mormon and she's homeschooled. It's a, it's a true story. Her dad's one of those people that says the Illuminati's coming to get them and you have to stay off the grid. And so they were homeschooled. They were home birthed. So none of them had birth certificates. They wow. had to get them retroactive. Homeschooled. The mom became a midwife. She sold like oils and stuff. The dad's just a crazy effing cult leader. It just, it, it goes through her whole childhood and then how she kind of escaped it by finally saying, no, dad, like, I'm tired of, you know, how you're treating me. I'm tired of this lifestyle. I'm tired of living in fear. And how she goes to, like, Oxford in England. And, Holy and, shit. You know, yeah, she gets, like, this PhD and all this stuff. And I almost stopped it in the beginning. I was listening to the audio because I was like, she's like, I don't want to like put down the Mormons and I don't want anybody to think bad of the Mormons. This was just my experience. And I was like, I don't want to listen to the thing about the Mormons, but I was, I liked the narrator's voice. So I stuck around and then I was like, Oh, this is fabulous. Hmm. <laughs> I do find um, Mormons fascinating. I find like, any organized cult, um, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. 
They, they cause a lot of trouble, but they're fascinating. Listen, South Park did a whole thing and a play on it. So if you want to know more about Mormons, go to Book of Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Um, well, we saw Patton Oswald on Friday. Oh, my God. How was that? It was so much fun. Uh, I love him. And he did something I see very few comedians do. Like, he would be like, hey, sir, uh, where are you from? What do you do for a living? And, like, he talked to, like, three or four people in the audience doing that kind of stuff. And it was kind of funny. And it's called crowd work. Yeah. it was. That was really funny. I really liked that because he was really interacting with the crowd really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So he had a, a comedian open for him, and she's this little teeny tiny uh, lady. I mean, like tiny. And she uh-huh. comes out, and she's like, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourself, is she a boy or a girl? And the crowd just went wild because she had, like, really short hair. She was dressed in, like, just a big, like, button-down shirt, uh, cargo pants, you know, just kind of the baggy thing. And she's like, I am a woman. she was really funny um she's like she talks about how she gets stopped going to the bathroom a lot because they're like oh i'm sorry you need the men's room and she's like no she said something like i just want to pull up my tampon and be like nah and walk into the bathroom (laughs) and i was like i don't remember her name but she's touring with them and she was really really funny nice um yeah and then i came home and watched ratatouille (laughs) yeah you have to you have to yeah so my favorite Patton Oswalt thing is, uh, of course, it's an episode of The Dollop. Of course. Yes. And it's the episode about Kellogg. Yes. And he he's just, he's I've listened to that episode a few times because he is so hilarious. Isn't that pretty recent? No, uh-uh, I think it was. Oh, um, God. I think it was towards the beginning of, of when The Dollop started coming oh, out. Oh, okay. But, oh, shows what I know. My obsession session this week is Drunk History. (laughs) I love that show so much. I forgot that I set it up to record and like Mm -hmm. I never, I never look at my like cable TV kind of thing because we have sling. Yeah. Um, When I turn on the TV, I just automatically put it on Netflix. Sure. Mm -hmm. So what I did finally, I was like, huh, what are what's, what's over here? I had like five or six um, Drunk History episodes recorded, and so I just binged those the other night, mm-hmm. and I just love that show. I know it's so silly, and I know that it's, it's I've like- I've learned a lot of history. Yeah, yeah, you really do. <laughs> it just gives me hope that when I'm drunk, that I'm at least understandable, you know, <laughs> because at least they tell the story, and they get to the end somehow, you know? I love it so much, but- Half the time I'm playing, will they hurl before they get the story out? Because they are so shit-faced drunk. And and a lot of times, and this is me being an old lady, I'm like, seriously, that's a lot of, you're trashed. It seems like they just get them drunk really fast. Fast. And and it's like, you can see it on some of their faces. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is not. You should not be drinking this much. I think I that they're really they're playing a game of will they hurl or will, will they won't. Yeah, you know. Because oh god, or like when they fall, I'm yeah. always like, oh my god, there goes a cracked head. Some like, of them have to finish the story on the floor, which I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen Drunk Pickles, you would totally understand. Um, there's an episode. It's called Trailblazers, and that one just had me dying. I don't know when it came out because, like I said, I had a bunch of these recorded. But I think that Drunk History mm-hmm. goes on Hulu, so maybe there's a couple of episodes there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I think they'll see some behind on Hulu. 
I love that show. My depression is winning right lately. That really made me happy and it really cheered me up. I like just... watching it because um, Georgia Hardstark is on it a lot. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I think and she's, she's been so on little it a and times. she's so cute and I love her drunk. She's so tiny. Yeah, she's <laughs> You know what I don't like though? Huh. She burps a lot when she's drunk. I don't mm. like burping. I'm offended yeah. by it. I think it's gross. Yeah. I don't like burping. It doesn't bother me, but yeah. I know, because sometimes I have to tell you to stop burping. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm an old lady. You're lucky I'm not farting right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, do okay. you want to talk about some stuff that's coming up this month, or do you just do that on the Instagram? No, I think we should talk about some of the stuff that we're potentially going to watch. <laughs> so, yeah, because we're not going to make any promises. So, a couple of yeah. things that we got coming up this month. Uh, there's a Biggie and Tupac true crime uh, docuseries coming out on Netflix. I think it came out today. I think it did come out today, yeah. yeah. Queer Eye Season 3 is coming out. Yay! Very excited about I'm that. Excited. That's what I need right now. I really need some Queer Eye positivity in my life. Yes. Maybe I'll go rewatch the first two seasons. Oh my god. Especially the second season with the the the, the black lady that was like everybody's grandma oh. and they did the church. God, I love that episode. Oh, I love her. And then uh, Hulu has a series coming out based on the Gypsy Rose uh, murder. So uh, yeah. I, we plan to watch that one, too. Dirt is about Motley Crue. That's coming out on Netflix. I she know doesn't know who Motley Crue is. Nope. Don't know anything about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do know some of their songs, but, like, I don't know anything about them. So mm. Anything you picture or think in your head about the, you think is a cliche 80s heavy metal band is them like oh, oh they party all night and drink a lot yep they have okay. hookers everywhere yep <laughs> like all right yeah <laughs> and to the excess 24 7 yeah i can deal with that i can work with that yeah. mm-hmm. okay guys well go follow us on instagram to find out what we're watching next week and we'll see you then okay bye bye <laughs>